Welcome to the Coloring Chaos Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Jonah Fair, and I'm coming from Macomb, Michigan. Macomb, Michigan. And again, thank you so much for being a part of this, whether you're tuning in on Spotify, iTunes, the Google Play Music Store, YouTube, Facebook, however however you're partaking in this. I just want to say thank you so much. I would love to just introduce what Color and Chaos is in case this is your first time. I don't want to assume that you know what this is. Maybe you stumbled across this by accident. Maybe this was recommended by a friend. Um, But regardless of however you came a part of this, Color and Chaos, the heartbeat behind this, Honestly, is uh, I know when I look back at my life, I see so many times that in the moment I was just overtaken by some type of external circumstance in my life. Maybe it was um, th- things that were being done to me. Maybe it's things that I was going through, seasons I was going through, hurt, heartbreak, whatever it was. I know in the moment, as hard as it is, it's hard to find a meaning th- when you're there. But when you get out of the moment, I know in my life, I can easily look back and see all of the times of my life of the, the, just the pain and the chaos and the hurt and the confusion. All of those times I know has produced a growth within me, especially when I look into my relationship with my creator, savior, and sustainer and our creator, savior, and sustainer. Sometimes it's the, the hardest things that we go through that for one, either push us away from him or draws us closer. And my heart is just declaring from the rooftops that there is color in the chaos. No matter what you may be going through, right now it might feel like there is no hope, there is nothing good that can come from this. But I'm a living testament that I know, I've seen it in my life over and over, and I've seen it in others' lives, that if we just allow the Lord to just show us the color in the chaos, then we can grow so much through it. And sometimes that's easier said than done, absolutely. But this, this podcast exists as a cry just to to help be a part of your journey as you seek the color in chaos. So thank you so much for tuning in. I would love to pray for you. Um, Today is actually a milestone for here in Color and Chaos. We are 50 episodes in. So there's been 50 episodes of the Color and Chaos podcast. Maybe for you, that's not... Uh, maybe something really crazy. Maybe you jumped in a week ago or this week, or maybe you jumped in, you know, episode 20 or 30. Um, but I know for me, there's so much that I can just look back on the Lord's faithfulness in these 50 episodes. And no matter what you're going through, my heart and my prayer is that you will know that that you were created for such a far greater purpose and a plan than anything this world can offer that you were created with a plan and purpose that goes far beyond even any external circumstances that you may go through. And your worth and your value and your identity is not defined by things here. And so I would love to pray for you and uh, we'll jump into today's uh, episode. So Lord God, just thank you for who you are and what you're doing. Thank you for your faithfulness. Lord, my heart though is breaking for those that maybe don't feel um, that faithfulness that, that I know that you are, Lord, right now. Maybe they're going through a hurt or a heartbreak. Maybe they're going through confusion or a trial or a chaos in their life right now, and they're just seeking hope. They are just seeking an answer. And Lord, I don't know what the answer is, but Lord, I know that I can point towards you. And so Lord, will you use me to help point towards you that no matter what somebody that is listening or watching this is going through, that they will be reminded that they have a creator and that creator created them with a purpose. 
And that purpose does not get lost in all of the brokenness of this world and the brokenness in our hearts. And Lord, you are faithful to us day by day by day, even when we can't feel you. But Lord, I just pray that, the, the, that those that are watching or listening will fill you in a new and a passionate way, Lord, and that they will encounter the living God um, through your word and through what we talk about today. And so, Lord, I surrender this to you. Lord, you just do what you want to do with this and do what you want to do through me. But we need you, Lord. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. Amen. So as I was thinking about what to talk about today, being the 50th episode, I, I felt led to, except for looking back on, you know, there's so many stories and memories that I could share about the, the 50 episodes of this podcast. But at the end of the day, this podcast isn't about me. This podcast isn't really about me, even though I talk about the things that, that, that is going on in my life a lot and the things that has happened in my life a lot. And I talk a lot about the things that I'm kind of thinking about and meditating on. I talk a lot about that, yes. But at the end of the day, that the whole purpose of Color and Chaos is to point towards our creator, savior, sustainer. And I know in, it's in the chaos that's so easy not to look towards the creator, savior, sustainer. And so honestly, I just wanted to take today and except for looking back on what has happened on this podcast, I, I felt like the Lord put on my heart a, a message that can, can meet us, all of us, where we're at, no matter what we're going through. And so honestly, that's what I wanted to do with today's message. I don't know if you've had somebody in your life that, um, that said this statement that I'm about to share with you, but I know my grandparents, one of the statements that they always said when they were telling a story, they always said, oh, I remember back in the good old days. I remember back in the good old days. I remember, I remember those days. I, I, I remember, and they would go and they would use that as a segue to segue into what they were about to say, the story that they were about to reflect on. I don't know. Have you ever had somebody in your life that said, oh, those were the good old days? I know there was a moment in 2016 where I was um, hanging out with one of my good friends, and this was before I moved up here to Michigan. So um, by this time, I, I think I kind of already knew that my time was uh you know, starting to, to come to a close down in South Carolina. And I was spending time with one of my good friends and he was about to get married. And so we were talking and as he was just sharing with me his heart about, you know, the upcoming uh, marriage and some of the anxieties or worries that he, that he has going into it. And, and you, you know, the insecurities that can come with any type of transition in our life. And as he was just sharing some of these things, I remember, I don't know where it came from. It was one of those things that, you know, when you say something and it hits you, it's like, wait a minute, I needed to hear that. This is one of those moments. I remember as he was just sharing with me all these, all these thoughts that he was having and, and questions that he was having and insecurities about himself and uh, whether or not he would be, you know, the, you know that he, he would be ready for this new endeavor of marriage. I remember just for some reason... I just turned to him and I just said, hey, don't forget, these are the good old days. These are the good old days. And, and I proceeded to talk to him about, you know, you know, when our grandfather and our grandmother would always say like, oh, I remember back in the good old days. And I, I remember just looking at him saying, hey, we need to just look at this time as the good old days. Except for being so worried about what's coming up or, or, or insecure about, you know, where we're at and if we're ready for it, just to, to just bask in the moment of saying, wait a minute, this is a memory that we will forever look back on as the good old days. Even in the pain and the trials and, and the hurts, it's always going to be something that we look back on and it's like, oh yeah, that, those, those were days, those helped shape me into who I am. 
And I know that that maybe doesn't apply for everybody. Maybe for you right now, what you're going through is, is horrible and hard. And maybe this isn't a good old day that you'll look back on. But what I wanted to ask you and invite you to do, I want, I want to invite us into a moment of looking back on those things that in the moment we thought were so insignificant. And it was hard for us to see any you know, color in that moment. And we were so just overcome by just anxieties or worries or doubts or confusions. But now maybe you look back and you're like, whoa, you know, there was so much cool things happening then that in the moment I, w- I just couldn't see because I was just so focused on what was going on. As I was thinking about that, I, I recently read a book from one of my good mentors and um, his name's Walter Boston Jr. And I say that because um, I'll have a link in the video of where you can purchase this book that I'm about to read an excerpt from. But he wrote this book about moving on. And um, basically, it's written for those who feel like they're in a funk, that maybe that they're, they're kind of stuck and they don't know how to move on past something, a past hurt or a past um, decision or a past just anything. And there's an excerpt that I wanted to read to you and then read something from the scripture that goes along with this idea of, of not staying stuck in the past, but moving forward. And this is, what it said, this is what he said in his book. He says this, don't cling to the past. Don't dwell on the things that has happened to you. Look for the new thing that the Lord will do for you. It has already started happening for you and you can see the difference already. Don't cling to the past. Don't dwell on the things that has happened to you. I wanted to kind of just focus on those two, those two sentences right there. And I know that there's a passage that, that, that stood out to me, and it comes from Isaiah 43. And I, I want to invite you into this moment of just, okay, Lord, where are you at in the season of life that I'm in? And where are you going to be outside of this season? How can I help make sense out of what I'm going through? There's a moment in Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, where Israel was captive by another nation called Babylon. Babylon was just a very wicked and just corrupt, um, just, um, just basically like empire. And they owned a lot of land, but they came in and took over Israel. And the reason why they were able to even take over Israel is because Israel turned their back on God that they started to rely on their own understanding and they started doing things the way that they wanted to do it. And they basically just said, all right, God, like you were cool for a season, but like we're moving on. And what happened is that the Lord said, okay. And the Lord removed his protection around Israel. And all of a sudden Babylon came in and took over Israel. And so the book of Isaiah, it's, it's written from the prophet Isaiah. When God was speaking to Isaiah, as Isaiah was speaking to the Israeli people, and this is what the Lord says through Isaiah to Israel. After, after you know, the Lord's reminding Israel of like, look, like you, you, you forgot me, you forgot me, you forgot me. The Lord makes a promise about what's to come. And this is what it says in Isaiah 43. And I'm gonna read um, from verse 14 and go, uh, go down. And there's some, um, there's some applications from this that we can draw, draw from, no matter who you are, or what you've been through, or where you're at right now. So this is what Isaiah 43, verse 14 says. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Remember, he's talking to the Israeli people. And he says this, for your sakes, I will send an army against Babylon, forcing the Babylonians to flee in those ships that they are so proud of. I am the Lord, your God, your Holy One, Israel's creator and king. Verse 16, I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. 
Verse 17, I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all of his chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. Verse 18, but forget all of that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness and I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. As I was reading this passage and kind of meditating on the excerpt from, um, from, from the book that I read earlier, I know one of the things that stood out to me was that right now the Lord is speaking through Isaiah to the Israel, Israeli people that for a while now they've been captive by this, this nation of Babylon. And so in this moment, it is not a good season. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of regret. There's a lot of grief, a mourning. Um, there's a lot of just questions of saying, Lord, where are you at? Where are you at? Forgive us, forgive us, forgive us. I know that we led ourselves to this moment, but Lord, where are you at? Have you, have you got rid of us? Are you gone? And the Lord speaks to them and he reminds them of everything that the Lord did for the Israelis through their history. And if you know anything about, um, about, about the Bible and, and especially in the Old Testament, then, then you would know that God spoke to Moses when Israel, the Israelis, were captive in Egypt. And so there's a man named Moses that God spoke to, and Moses went to the, the, the Egyptian pharaoh and basically said, look, I, you have taken my people as slaves, and I'm, I, God is telling me to tell you to let them go. Long story short, Pharaoh's like, no, 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 I'm not going to let them go. Because Israeli at the, the Israelites were slaves at that time. So long story short, the, finally, Pharaoh has enough because the Lord is just constantly just like working against Pharaoh and saying like, no, you're going to let my people go. So Pharaoh finally says, okay, take your people and go. But as the Israelis are leaving Egypt— Pharaoh has a change of heart and he says, no, 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 they're not going to leave. We're going to chase them down. So they're going, they're going and they're, they're fleeing from the, from Egypt. And all of a sudden they hit the Red Sea and the, the Israelis are stuck there by the Red Sea. They can't go back or they'll get caught by the Egypt, Egyptians that are in pursuit of them. So what the Lord does, the Lord opens up a Red Sea road, basically a road in the bottom of the Red Sea for them to go through. And as they went through, the Lord preserved the Israeli people and also freed them from captivity in Egypt. And the waters went over the Egyptian people that were pursuing after them. So it's just a very monumental moment if, if we look back on the history of the Israeli people as right now God is bringing them back to the history of their people. So we see that as it, as it talked about here in Isaiah 43, verse 16, when God says, I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. And then he goes on to say in verse 17, I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all of his chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned. So verse 16 and 17 is talking about exactly what I just shared with you. So right now, the Israelis are in a season of hurt and pain. And the Lord, though, is bringing them back to remember what, what he has done for them in the past. And the reason why the Lord is bringing them back to, to reflect on what the Lord has done is to remind them, look, okay, I was faithful to you then. I was faithful to you then. But 
I'm sure the Israelites are a lot like me. And I know that sometimes when I'm going through a season of hurt and pain, it doesn't really matter what the Lord did for me then. Right now, I want the Lord to show up now. And maybe you're like that as well. Maybe right now you're going through a season and you're like, Lord, okay, I need you now. I need you now. I need you now. I can't do this. I need you now. Where are you at now? Where are you at now? And so what the Lord does, he, he answers that question and he says, okay, right now, I know you're feeling like right now under Babylon that you are just stuck, but wait. And that's where verse 18 comes in. And so God tells through, through Isaiah to the Israelis this, he says, but forget all of that. Wait a minute. Okay. So the Lord is telling the Israeli people, forget all of my faithfulness before. Okay. Why? Then he goes on, it is nothing compared to what I am going to do. Okay, there's some hope there. Cool. What are you about to do? What are you about to do? Verse 19, for I am about to do something new. Okay, cool. (laughs) What is it? See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? Mm, I don't know. Uh, I don't really feel like I can see it. Right now I'm captive under Babylon. But then he says this, I will make a pathway through the wilderness and I would create rivers in a dry wasteland. What the Lord is doing, he's saying, look, okay, I opened up a, a way through the waters before, but forget all that. I'm about to make a pathway and I'm about to bring you water in the dry wilderness. What the Lord is doing, he's taking them through. He's saying, look, I am still faithful today as I was yesterday. Yesterday, you didn't need any water, but you were the, that, the water was the problem. You, so I open up the water so that you can go through. But now you're in the wilderness and right now you are feeling so just lack of nourishment and you're feeling so just overwhelmed. But what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna provide a pathway through this wilderness that you're going through right now. That, okay, in the past I did make a pathway, but I made it through water because the water was the problem. Right now I'm still gonna make a pathway, but my pathway is gonna look different now than it looked in the past. And so if you are waiting for what I did in the past to happen exactly how it happened in the past, then don't do that because why? I'm making something new. And what he says is that, look, okay, right now, water isn't the problem, but I will give you water because I know you need water. And I also know that right now, you don't need a pathway through a river. You need a pathway in this wilderness. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. What stood out to me is is that in the waters and in the wilderness, we have a creator, savior, and sustainer that will make a path that no matter what you are going through, no matter what you've been through, no matter what you will go through, we have a God that is faithful to make a path no matter what and no matter what the new scenario or situation you are in. No matter what you've been through, the Lord is faithful today as he was yesterday. But we have to be careful and not constantly look back and saying, okay, Lord, you know, I, I, you have to work as you did in the past. Because what will happen is that we will miss what the Lord is doing now if we're constantly looking back. The Israelis, as they were there captive in Babylon, the Lord is saying, look, right now, you may feel like there is no hope, but I'm about to give you hope in in the wilderness, but you have to look to me and stop looking back. Instead of trying to make understanding and, 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 you know, try to figure out what I'm doing, stop trying to figure out what I'm doing, but look to me, look to me, look to me, look to me, look to me. 
Why? Because it's not you that's going to make a path in the wilderness. It's me that's going to make a path. And as you look to me, I will make a path in the wilderness and I will bring rivers to the dry wasteland that you feel like you're in. We have to be careful. We have to be careful not to constantly be looking back and forget that right now, right now, the Lord wants to bring us through the good old days of showing us more of him even through the uncomfortability and the hurt and the pain and the confusion. If we're constantly just trying to be delivered from the hurt and the pain and the confusion, we may miss what he's doing. The Lord is working even when we can't see him, even when we can't feel him. At the end of the day, this is not our home. You were created by a creator for a purpose, but this broken world is not your home. But in the moments of hurt and confusion and pain, it could be so easy just to give up. But the Lord wants to do something new. And, and what I want to tell you today, what I want to tell myself is, look, he's already begun. Right now, you may not even acknowledge that right now. You, maybe you don't even see it. But I'm here to tell you, look, just like he has already begun when they were in the middle of their captivity, he has already begun and he's already begun working in your life, whether you know it or not. But all it takes is a moment of saying, okay, Lord, help me see. Help me see what you're doing. Because Lord, you might be working in a new way that my eyes haven't even caught up to yet. My understanding hasn't even caught up to yet. But Lord, right now, Lord, I just ask, I just wanna see more of you. Lord, even though I don't know what's going on, Lord, I wanna see more of you. In the waters and in the wilderness, the Lord will make a path and he is making a path. But all we have to do is open up our eyes to the new thing that he is doing. And he's already begun working in you. Even if it's through this podcast, maybe the Lord brought you to this podcast in order to remind you, look, I am with you. I am with you. I am with you. Hold on, hold on. And don't just hold on through your own strength, but hold on to me. Why? Because I will make a path in this dry wilderness and I will bring a river. I will bring a river and I will nourish you every step of the way, but you have to rely on me every step of the way. He's doing something new and we can miss it if we constantly look back. Don't cling to the past. Don't dwell on the things that has happened. Look for the new thing that he will do for you. It has already started to happen for you. And you can see the difference already. And you will be amazed. Walter goes on in this, near this excerpt to, uh, to share this Chinese proverb. And I wanted to share it with you. This is the Chinese proverb that he shared. He says this, It is better to take many small steps forward in the right direction than to make a great leap forward only to stumble backwards. What this Chinese proverb is getting at is better to take many steps forward in the right direction than to make a great leap forward only to stumble backwards. Sometimes when we feel overwhelmed and sometimes when we feel confused and we just feel hurt and in pain, sometimes we will do whatever we can do to get out of the uncomfortable situation that we're in that sometimes we will, we will actually do more destruction in the long run because we're trying to do it through our own strength and our own understanding. Because right now in this moment, all we care about is getting out of the uncomfortability. But it's in the uncomfortability that the Lord can work the most. Because in the uncomfortability, we have a option to say, okay, Lord, I'm going to look to you right now, even in the uncomfortability, But because Lord, I believe that you can work in this uncomfortability. And I know that you can help me make the right steps in this hard moment, uh, uh, the right steps that will lead me to grow more in my relationship with you, more in, in character of who I am, 
more in, in, in just even just endurance as a person. I'd rather take small steps with the Lord than to try to take giant leaps by myself to only find out that I made it even worse. Heavy heart. You have a God that is making a path, whether you know it or not. And I just want to encourage you to lean into him through this season and not lean on your own understanding. May we be men and women that say, Lord, okay, I'm gonna look to you to make the path in this wilderness, except for me relying on my own devices to make a path. Heavy heart, heavy heart. God is the same God in your life, in my life, as he was in these Israelis' lives. The God of your past is present with you now and he will be God of your future. There is nothing, there is no external circumstance that can make God stop being God. And maybe right now, maybe you're, you're, at, a, you're at a decision point. Maybe what you're going through is either pushing you away from God, saying, okay, there, there can't be a God that can allow this. Or maybe right now you're at, a, you're at a moment where you're saying, okay, Lord, I need you. I'm done. I want to speak to both of that. To the first person who's saying, look, I, I don't know how God could be involved in this. You know, where is God in this hurt? Where is God in this pain? I rather trust my God who his own son was put on a cross for something that he did not do. I, I rather trust my God who knows grief, that knows pain because all of my sin was on him on that cross. All of my brokenness, all of this brokenness on this planet, all the brokenness that you are feeling was on him on the cross. And Jesus died for you and for me. And right now we are feeling the weight of that brokenness. But what I rather have hope in, I rather have hope in a creator, savior, and sustainer that overcame death than one that, that is dead. I wanna invite you, I don't know what you're going through, but I wanna invite you into a moment of saying, Lord, Lord, I'm leaning on you. I'm leaning on you. I'm leaning on you. Lord, you are the only one. You are the only one. You are the only one that could help me. I don't know what you're going through, but I want to invite you into a moment of just saying, look, I can't make a path out of this. But Lord, I know you can, and, and I'm yours. Do something new within me. Lord, I don't want to be who I was yesterday. There has to be such a far greater purpose for my life than just to be comfortable I want to invite you. I want to invite you into a moment of surrender. <laughs> a moment of saying, Lord, make a way. Make a way. Make a way. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this anymore on my own. No matter what you're going through. Heavy heart, may we remember in the waters and in the wilderness. We have a creator, savior, sustainer that will make a path. There's something else that, that came to my mind as I was thinking about this passage. There's a song from one of my favorite bands, uh, Lincoln Park, and, um, and the name of the song is Roads Untraveled. And there's, there's a line in the song, uh, basically the whole, the whole course of the song is, is this idea 
and something I wanted to end with. And, and what they say in the song is this, weep not for roads untraveled. I don't know what that means to, for, for some of you. Maybe, maybe that will speak to you more than others. But I know in my life, I know there's a lot of times where I can kind of get stuck in the past or I can get stuck in the, in, in the present of where I'm at and the funk that maybe I, 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 I'm going through in the moment. But I don't want to weep for the roads that, that I'm not on. I want to, I want to be present in the, in the road that the Lord has me on now. I don't want to weep for the roads untraveled. I want to be present now, Lord. What do you want to do in me? What do you want to show me? Because the fact is, Lord, you are here. You are here and you are faithful. You are faithful. I would love to pray for you and, and, and have a moment where we just bring, bring ourselves to the Lord and say, okay, Lord, make, it, make a road through this. We need you. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you for this opportunity to be able to, to go to your word and just to be reminded that even when we may feel like we're, we're held captive by whatever it is in our life, Lord, that just like the Israelites that were captive under Babylon, Lord, you took a moment in the chaos and you gave them color by saying, look, I am with you and I will make a path. Even in the moments that you may feel like I am not with you, I am with you, I am with you. Lord, thank you for what you have done in, in, in our past, Lord. Lord, I know for some people, they may not be able to see you in their past, but I know in my life, Lord, I, I, I can so clearly see the ways that you worked in my life before this moment right now as I'm recording this. Lord, you have been so faithful to me, even through the most horrendous times of my life. Lord, you've been faithful. You've been faithful. You've been faithful. So Lord, I pray that we go into the season that we're in right now, not looking back, but saying, Lord, right now we need you. We need you. We need you. Make a path. Make a path when there is no path. We need you. And we're looking to you to make sense of the present canvas that is all around us. Lord, I pray for those that are listening or watching this, Lord. I pray that you will give them a steadfast spirit that relies on you, a spirit of surrender, a spirit of trust, a spirit of joy, a spirit of praise, of worship, of surrender, of, of self, but just an, an obsession with the, with the reality that you are the living God and that you are faithful to us day by day and you are, you are moving us and, and you will work with us. But Lord, help us not work against you. Help us work with what you are doing and where you want to take us, God. Help us lean into this growth and this, and this, this, this time that we're in right now and not miss the good old days that you are writing right now, even through the pain. Lord, I pray you be with the person that is listening or watching this that is just so overwhelmed right now. May you show us the ways that you are doing something new. And Lord, may that start with surrender. We need you, Jesus. And we thank you for your faithfulness. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. Amen. I am excited. I'm excited. 50 episodes. And I'm excited for what the Lord's going to do for the next 50. We're in this together. This is a conversation. This is not, this podcast is not the answer, but I know the one that is. And I, 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 I just pray that the Lord will just have, just give me grace and help me just throughout these next 50 episodes to point towards him. And even in the moments when the camera's not on, this microphone's not on, in the moments that I have the chaos and the hurt and the confusion, that I will look towards the Lord and not forget where my help comes from. 
God bless you. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Look forward to talking to you next week. Talk to you later. See ya.